This is the Dorkside News Network, and this just in. Hey guys, welcome back. It is Dorkside News, and it's E3 season. It's it's fucking nerd, uh, what am I thinking of? Nerd Super Bowl for us right now. We are freaking out about a lot. Well, I am freaking out about a lot of stuff. He is freaking out, guys. Everybody else is kind of just like, all right, it's 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 cool. But who are you? Uh, my name's James. No, I'm, I'm Frankie. I'm Richard. And uh, yeah, we're the... I, I was gonna do something last time. I was gonna say the dynamic trio, but it did. It doesn't sound right, so I have to come up with another name for. Like, also, might confuse people because they're like, "Am I listening to Dorkside News or the Dynamic Trio?" <laughs> this is Dorkside News, and we are the ambiguously gay trio. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I I, I want to do a forego a lot of our uh, beginning stuff that we normally do. Right. Like you know, okay, see us on Smashbomb. Go to the website, but we have a lot of E3 games that I just want to get right into. That is dorksidenews.com real quick. Just yeah, dorksidenews.com. <laughs> dorksidenews.com. Um, <laughs> we have a, just so many like good things happening. Um, it is the cusp of the second day of E3. We still have one more day, and we haven't heard from Nintendo yet. So all the news that you're hearing right now is pre-Nintendo announcements. But we've also we've had Microsoft, Ubisoft, Bethesda, Square Enix, uh, PC Gamer, and uh, Devolver Studios. And, and you know what? And Nintendo's gonna win, like they always do. No, I don't think so. Doing one thing, and that's literally how they've won every three in the past. <laughs> they release one game, everybody loses their goddamn minds. <laughs> Nintendo wins, and then everybody looks at. Is it really a winner? Am, am I missing something? I mean, Smash Bros. is pretty good. But, I mean, winner. Do they announce yeah, a really, winner? No, no. No. no they're really no. Isn't. There, there isn't, like, an actual the winner. The internet it, it, decide, the, wants to decide a winner, okay. but, you know. And we're actually going to... Who's the internet? I feel actually, Microsoft is winning right now. We're actually going to pose a question. It's not our normal would you rather, because we're not actually going to have a poll. Yeah. We're going to have comments. But there mm-hmm. will be a question based on who you think won, but in a different aspect. And we'll get there. All but right. I mean, to go back to his statement, the only reason why Microsoft is winning is... Because they fucking they're, awesome. yeah they're, they're literally the only ones that they're are, yeah they're, uh, Microsoft I mean they had to do it big to prove themselves but on the uh, the same side they didn't really have to do much because <laughs> they were only one of the big three there I mean Nintendo is there but they're not doing they're doing a Nintendo yeah, Direct like, there's no con- conference they're just it's, like yeah, yeah we'll do it's Nintendo just a regular Nintendo Direct. Direct Sony's doing their own thing I don't know if they're going to announce anything and then the next couple of weeks <clears throat> I don't know. I have no idea. But I mean, Microsoft came out and did it big. So Microsoft more movies about characters they don't know. <laughs> Microsoft did it big by coming out first. They were the first conference to start. Well, actually, I think EA Play was first. But I mean, who cares about EA? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's where I was going with that one. Um, Microsoft did it first, um, and we're actually going to take this one in a little bit of a backwards order. All right. Um, the last thing that they announced is the most important, so I was going to start with that. All right. Uh, the last thing they announced was Project Scarlet, which is their new um, Xbox. It doesn't have an actual Xbox name yet. It's going by Project Scarlet, but it has some hardware in it. It is a beefy machine, and... It could do things that PlayStation Five already said it could do. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I mean, it's it is an expense. It's got it's probably gonna be an expensive piece of hardware. It's gonna have the power though to match the price, um, and it can do some really awesome things. But in this case, between how far we've come with, um, with you know our hardware, it's gonna be really wait 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 not Bef- noticeable. 
before you continue, because uh, you're missing out on one thing that I read. That's uh, this is for all the people who who aren't interested in uh, Microsoft and who are an elitist towards anything else. Me. This James. one time, uh, the last time they announced a console, uh, it wasn't going to be backwards compatible and people lost their shit. So now they're like, yo, this console, literally any Xbox, any Xbox game can be played on this. I feel like they they did what PewDiePie did. It was like, we did an oopsie. Let's fix that right now. <laughs> um, yeah, both PlayStation 5 and Project Scarlet are not rumored, but said to be backwards compatible all the way back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, PlayStation has some weird technology that can play every one of the discs. I don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah, that's... I, I don't know. It's Also, I mean, they're both lying. <laughs> Because every time they've ever announced backward, any any company has ever announced backwards compatibility, they um, ultimately don't work on all games. And yeah, they yeah. end up having a compatibility and it, list. And yeah, they're like, it, 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 ultimately, yeah. it's because if people really want to know, um, it's not so much as that like the, just the game. It's uh, having to put the system back into the operating system on which that game knows how to run on. Because it, it's not always going to run easily it, it's like the the system has to communicate with the disc to be on the, the same page like or the same uh yeah and no, and there will always be games for those older games that were non-standard and they yeah. worked on the old hardware but they won't work on whatever virtual uh mm-hmm. fake simulation of a of a system and that's fine yeah. that's fine i mean I it's just like a best effort me, for me though it's always been i'd rather just have the console that has the games on it because to, to me it's it's weird to be like uh i'm playing destiny i'm playing destiny 3 right now right i mean mm-hmm. obviously not right now but playing destiny 3 and then it was like you know what i'm, I'm bored of destiny 3 i'm gonna both put in gex enter the gecko and it's gonna be such a shock from being in the same system i don't know it just it yeah i don't know i mean um pc games like you can for the most part play some really old pc games yeah and I Super think we're just, Island. yeah, I just think we're reaching that point where it's like, well, you can play this, these old games. They're just, maybe they don't play well. Maybe <laughs> the audio is weird or, you know, and that's the same as PC games. Yeah. These are just computers. It's fine. Um, I, I do think that um, if you only have HDMI ports on your TV, you won't necessarily be able to easily use some of those older systems. Yeah. This is true. I mean, but they do have some, you know, connector cables and stuff. Anyways, uh, Microsoft's Project Scarlet boasted 120 frames per second, which is fucking insane. Um, It's said it has 8K resolution. It's got ray tracing technology. It's got an SSD. It's got its own uh, proprietary, I think it was AMD chip that they just worked solely with AMD to make. Uh, it's got a lot of cool stuff on it, but here's the funny thing. I bleed black and blue in the sacred symbols. I am a Sony fanboy through and through and seeing project Scarlet show off the new halo game, which was the next thing that they went on the list with. I was like, holy shit, I hate halo, but this looks amazing. The trailer for that one just started off with some dude in space and it looked almost like the scene from, um, Endgame. Okay. With with yeah. Tony in space. Yeah. And he was running out, you know, he was starting to freeze. And his ship said, like, there's a, you know, friendly something, um, you know, making contact. Yeah. And he goes, oh, sweet. Something's going to save me. 
And he's like, he goes to his cockpit and he pushes the button. He's like, who can hear me? Is anybody out there? Someone help me. And nobody responds. And so he opens the window. And when he opens the, the window to look out, Master Chief is just floating there in space. And you're like, what the fuck? So he brings him in. He powers up his suit, which basically brings him back to life mm-hmm. or whatever. Because he was on some kind of hibernation mode or something. hibernation yeah. save me mode. Um, and then they pan up to what if I remember, I haven't played much of the Halo as I played the first one. Okay. Um, but the Halo, which the game is centered sure, around the, like rings, the, the big yeah. ring. Um, there's a chunk of it missing and it's just floating off in pieces. Yeah, Cause you destroy them. In yeah. One of the games. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know there was some stuff with Cortana, like she went evil or something. Yeah. Um, we're still, we're still at the, uh, Technically, spoiler alert. I mean, if you guys are really this late, <laughs> um, six cents. Hey, you know he was a ghost the whole time. <laughs> so she becomes what is considered is corrupt because yeah. since she's an artificial intelligence, she becomes corrupt. Master Chief goes to the Forerunners home planet or home base to talk to some celestial god being things that. Potentially, hopefully, to heal Cortana, meets with one lady, and the lady goes, "Yo, uh, you crazy? I can't help you with this, but I'm gonna do something for you. You're gonna become a forerunner." And we don't know what that entitles because literally after that, a couple of missions, uh, like you play like two or three more missions, and the game's done. So what you need to do is you need to go get the Triforce and then find the master. Oh wait, wrong. Honestly, I mean, not to ramble too much into this aspect, but with the aspect of, of master chief, like getting like alien power ups, I was like, wow, this is Metroid all over again. (laughs) It did seem like, but the interesting thing was the very last scene that was shot or Mm -hmm. that was in that was, uh, him walking toward a waft of blue light and stuff flying around and you just hear a, a female voice, which I would assume is Cortana or something of the like saying, I knew I chose you for a reason. Let's do this together or something like that. And then the trailer mm-hmm. ends and I was like, what the fuck? Holy yeah, shit. So we'll see. I mean, yeah, but the, the, I, and I know rich probably doesn't agree with me as but the graphics were so fucking insane. And I know that this was just a pre-rendered video. And they always say, you know, filmed in the whatever, but no, it's, it was a, it had to be a pre-rendered video. If it wasn't, I'd honestly be shocked. I don't know. I mean, um, there's a lot of a lot of game technology now with ray tracing that allows them to do uh, Hollywood level graphics in real time. So, yeah, it's, it's, it was um, crazy to see. You know, some of those. Halo is gonna it's gonna become so mega big. Three Four Three Industries is uh, coming out with a Halo TV show that is similar in scope and scale to Game of Thrones. And the combination of a new Halo game with a TV show that has the quality level of Game of Thrones, it's going to (laughs) just... Can you imagine watching the Halo TV show and being like, these graphics suck? You know what's (laughs) actually funny? Uh, For some of the old Halo fans, this will uh, be some some news for you. You guys remember there was that small TV series. um, I forget which Halo it was. But one of the Halos would get an update every time a new episode came. You would get a new mission that correlated to that that week's episode. Interesting. So, so that wasn't Halo. That was a, a sci-fi show um, with the aliens who invaded the. Well, they, oh, they actually didn't invade, but they like they show up. Oh, what was the name uh, of that Yeah, uh, it was an MMO, kind yeah. of an MMO. What do you uh, wait? But that no, was a super it, cool game. I thought there was there was also like Halo did that on their uh-uh. on the Xbox. No, 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 no. 
No, that is that is very. Um, we can keep talking. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll bring it up in a moment. Um, the interesting though is okay. So they announced defiance. The re- by the way, defiance. Yeah, that's what it was. It was defiance. Um, very very much inspired by some of the stuff that they did in Halo. Mm-hmm. It was inspired by, but so yeah, totally what you're saying. Every episode there'd be like new things and maybe even like there was like a new alien race that was kind of like the drow. When they show up in the show, suddenly the game now has a p- content pack and boom, now you're doing missions related to that. I, I actually, well, I never really, like I didn't play the game too much, but I watched the show actually for like three seasons. It was super <laughs> cool. Um, the interesting thing is, first of all, they said... Um, Holiday season 2020 is when Project Scarlet's coming out. I'm assuming by then we'll also have the actual name of it because usually, if you guys aren't familiar with video game development and all that stuff, everything goes by a code name so nothing gets leaked. Mm-hmm. And this was going by Project Scarlet. And they announced it as Project Scarlet, but it's not, it almost for surely is not going to be the actual name of the system sure. in the end. Um, but with that, Halo Infinite is going to be a launch title on Project Scarlet, but will also be playable on Xbox One. What's a little bit confusing about Project Scarlet is Project Scarlet is both the game console as well as the cloud-powered service. And my problem here is that it, it right, isn't the cloud-powered service is, um, like, number one, they're saying this game console is so powerful that it's going to be, you know, it's going to blow anything else out of the water. Oh, and also, if you have uh, a crappy game system, you're going to be able to play these games on Project Scarlet, where the cloud renders the game for you. Yeah. And it just feels like um, if you have a Project Scarlet, whatever that is, game system, you don't need the cloud rendering at all. So it's just going to be so that you can play your Xbox games on your mobile phone or your laptop, maybe, I guess. Maybe mm-hmm. Nintendo uh, Switch because they're teaming up. Or... Teaming up, yeah. Um, the other big thing, and I didn't put it in the notes, but I, I did want to bring mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a, <laughs> I posted it on my Facebook profile. So if you guys are listening to us next year, I will also be doing the same thing. I always live stream and tweet as much of the conferences as I can. One day he'll actually do that yeah, on the real. Facebook page. <laughs> And of course, my phone's not loading what I need it to. Send send him a personal uh, friend request. You know, I don't mind. <laughs> um, I did want to point out though that um, I do know some of the details. Xbox Game Pass. Um, we did actually we talked about it. We Come actually on. reported yeah. on it once, and it seemed like it was like, all right, this is kind of cool. Uh, this conference stepped it up though in explaining just what you get out of it. Yeah, and it seems crazy. Okay. Um, Xbox. Game Pass is out right now for beta. Yeah. So if you're if you want to play it and it's out, I'm sorry, it's out on PC right now on beta. So Xbox Game Pass is playable on PC. All right. Um, it is up for beta right now for one dollar okay. as a trial run. Okay. Um, it has five games on it. Um, I don't think Gears of War Five is on it yet, obviously because it's not out yet. Right. But it will be one of the games that comes out when Game Pass is out of beta and is pushed into the actual. That's another crazy product. story that we're going to get into. Okay. Um. There was a few other games, and I can't. I don't understand why my phone's just not loading it. Sure, um, but they were very big titles, and they were all available at the launch of Game Pass. And if you guys don't remember what Game Pass is, it is a service that you pay for, similar to uh, PlayStation Plus, 
and mm-hmm. you get you get the games for free. You get to play them until you don't have Game Pass anymore. Sure, it's Netflix for games. Yeah, it's Netflix for games. Um, but they were they weren't like because PlayStation Plus, I'm a big fan of because I get to play games that I normally wouldn't have bought. <laughs> but those are usually games that I wouldn't have bought. You and know, the, like so, uh, games for gold or gold uh, Xbox games for gold. Uh, same thing. Games you would not probably buy. Usually indie games or mm-hmm. much older games. Actually, some of the games were legit, real good games. Yeah, but several years old. So in this scenario, um, they're basically trying to leech off of the people who buy a game and sell it back to GameStop first same week, and um, and so in that scenario, GameStop sold the game for sixty or fifty nine dollars, and then they bought it back for what. 25 bucks. Yeah. Then they sold it to somebody else for $39. And then that, you know, those people buy it, sell it back for probably $25 again, if they're fast enough. <laughs> right. Cause you have to be fast to yeah. get the most value for the game. Right. And so GameStop, they only bought the game from the developer one time. Yep. And they sold it three, four five times. Yep. That's, but so now Microsoft is saying, you know what? We can just, rent the game out we'll still pay the developer basically like equivalent of like one time but we'll make this monthly fee yeah you can only play a couple games a month probably yeah but i mean you, you like they're gonna have a hundred games they said at launch they're gonna have a hundred yeah, games, hundred games. you're not gonna be able to play a hundred games in a month yeah you just can't there's no possible way with the list that i finally found um including right now on the game pass batman arkham knight which Ooh. alone is probably 20 30 hour game yeah, it's old though. Yeah, it's old. Metro Exodus, which also. is recent, very recent. It came out uh, probably two or three months ago. Yeah. Um, Borderlands, all of it. Yeah. Like, not three, but Hollow Knight, and then Gears Five will drop on it once uh, Game Pass goes gets out of beta. Which, those those are, are big gonna, games. Are we going to talk about Gears now? Or are we? No. no, it's it's in our list. We'll get well, there. We'll get there. Yeah, just want to um, make sure we. On the same I think I'm going to skip this next one because I just put it out of order because okay. there, right. there will definitely well, be the next note. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 um, was for that day winning for the craziest thing that you will see on stage and for what looks like craziest game too. Cyberpunk 2077 looks like an amazing game. It's like the hacker version of Grand Theft Auto, but with better graphics and you don't kill prostitutes. Well, you might. I don't know. You might, but yeah. <laughs> because it's it's from the same developers as Witcher, so that so means you're you prob- definitely might. <laughs> you're probably gonna kill prostitutes. Um, it, the the little story scene that they showed at the beginning of it looks really crazy. You're like a hacker dude who was stole he went to go steal something uh, to go sell to another black market guy. Uh, the black market guy was like, "You fucked us by you know everybody knows who you are and that you're coming here, so we're gonna kill you now." And he, I guess he like breaks out of it or whatever, but that's where it, there was, they started the trailer and it looks like, you know, a bunch of cool stuff happens. You get to ride bikes, a motorcycle, motorcycles, sorry, not bikes. You get to ride motorcycles, drive cars, you get to, you know, do all the shooting stuff. It looks like, um, oh, what's the game I'm thinking of? Damn it. I can't think of it right now. Something like infamous. Um, it's a game like that, uh, where you get to, you know, do all this crazy stuff. But then just when you think that they're done and you're like, holy shit, this game looks amazing. They raise the little wall and out of a puff of smoke walks fucking Keanu Reeves himself, who is also in the game, rendered as himself. So his face is 
Nice. A character. He's a character in the game. I don't know if it's actual Keanu Reeves. If that's what he's using as his name, but his character is in likeness is used in the game, and he was the one that was you know explaining like mm-hmm. this is the release date and this is coming out and for the next five six hours Microsoft won, in my opinion. They they won with just that, and then they had a bunch more stuff to go which we're going over still, but they won with that one uh, until we get to Akumi and we'll get there. Um, the next thing that they announced was Gears 5. Uh, it was the creepiest fucking trailer I've seen. It just showed, I think her name is Kate. Uh, yeah, it just shows Kate sitting there. And uh, just her face. Imagine like, the you know, the t- traditional Gears armor. Kate's there, yep. mask off. And she's just staring at the, like, staring at you or the, the camera. Yep. And you see the, what I guess would be the echoes of her past. Other people that have died. Other people she tried to save all looking like they're coming out as spirits of her head and she's fighting to keep them in. And then you see what looks like, I guess it's called the swarm. Cause I had never played gears. It never interested me. This was pretty cool though. Uh, the swarm, it looks like it comes out in her and she gets all demony. And then all these things just scream mm-hmm. like all the people she tried to save scream and they all come back to her. And then she just looks normal again. And they're like, this is gears five. And you're like, the fuck did I just see? Uh, it was nuts. Uh, gears five is, Um, I believe they're doing a beta for the multiplayer right now. So if you're listening to this uh, for the next, I think, six days, you can try this beta out for the multiplayer that looks crazy. Um, I only ever played uh, single-player Gears of War. The the campaign is amazing. This is a different one, though. Um, Your standard Gears of War is just like a free-for-all or a team deathmatch type thing. This The the mode that's out right now, it's only one mode that's up for beta right now, and it's called Escape. And you play as uh, three of the, I forgot they're called, like hunters or whatever mm-hmm. they're called. Uh, your mission is to get in, drop a bomb on the swarm and get out oh, while the, cool. the swarm is trying to kill you. Yeah. And they just the trailer they showed for it looked really yeah, freaking fun. cool. Yeah. Uh, and the, the traditional, of course, you know, the, the chainsaw guns there. They, sh- they showed that. But I heard there was some crazy stuff. That happened in this trailer. A con- like a com- combination of two franchises came together. Oh yeah, I, f- I completely forgot to even put that in there. My bad. Um, so they did the announcement, and everybody's mm-hmm. losing their shit because I mean it would look fucking awesome. And on top of that, the stage display that they did for it, they actually yeah. went underneath the stage. They walked through it, and they had the entire bottom of the stage look like it was being attacked by the swarm in real life. So it was cool to have like a camera go through and do all this stuff. Yeah. But at the very end, they're like, Gears 5 coming, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, cool. And they're like, oh, by the way, DLC content. And it pans up from the bottom and you see a fucking Terminator. Terminator is now in Gears. That's cool. As an actual DLC, like, yeah. you can fucking, I would, what? <laughs> I was like, yo. <laughs> I'm not mad. It makes perfect sense for Terminators (laughs) to live in that kind of a world. It's definitely one of those things where, like, if you were smoking, you'd be like, you know what, make this game so much cooler. Fucking holy shit, there's fucking Terminators. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. And it showed, you know, like the the one Terminator with just it's it's uh, exoskeleton, mm -hmm. red eyes, just looking at the camera with his fucking gun in the air. Like I was like, holy shit. All right, this is nuts. Let's see the swarm take that on. <laughs> it's also just a, a skeleton, guys. Like when you show your inner skeleton. It, inner exo, exoskeleton yeah. is like insects. I mean, technically it's on the outside. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, at this point, Microsoft then came up and uh, they said that they're going to show 60 games in the course of 90 minutes. And they showed like 10 or 15 real quick back to back as their indie thing. Like they always do. Like, yeah. like this is a game, this is a game, this is a game, this is a game. Um, one of the most interesting ones, though, was Bleeding Edge. It is a competitive brawler from the Malta BAFTA winning developer Ninja Theory. Ooh. So Ninja Theory is making a, I believe it was a th- four on four, three on three or four on four. I forget. I apologize. There was so much stuff that happened. Um, a melee brawler. And you get to pick one of these eight characters, 10 characters, and you go against another team. And you have, like, you know, you're punching and kicking. And you have, of course, like your Overwatch heroic abilities. Yeah. It just looked insane. There was, uh, without trying to, you know, disrespect anybody, there was a Big Bertha looking woman, the traditional Big Bertha girl. Riding what appeared to be a Segway wheel thing, mm-hmm. not like a, I don't know how to explain it, but she would like lean forward and the wheel would go and she was like punching people off this, I don't know, it was crazy looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the characters just looked really insane, but it was one of those ones where you you watch the trailer and it happened in 10 seconds. You're like, what I just watched, I want to mm-hmm. know more. And they're like, nope, next. Uh, so look for that one. Bleeding Edge looks really cool. And it's not Ninja Theory. I mean, Ninja Theory has... Never made a bad game, I don't think. I can't think of one. I can think of good ones that they've made. <laughs> um, the next one up, though, after all this was done, was Wasteland 3. It's a post-apocalyptic strategy role-playing game, and it's got a crazy sense of humor. Um, there is a lot of just, you know, funny, funny, funny shit happening in there. You just got to... That's one of the trailers you should go watch and just see it. Um, next up was... I never thought I'd say this. Microsoft Flight Simulator looks amazing right now. And that's coming out for Xbox. This is coming out for Xbox and PC. Um, And what they did was they used Azure AI, Mm -hmm. and then they used satellite imaging. Okay. And they combined those together to like, oh, I'm going to go fly over Washington. And they're like, this is what Washington would look like right now. As you're flying your plane, this is what it would look like right now. Wow. And then they did this with all the major, you know, yeah. like, I want to go to Rome, the Coliseum. Or you, you ever watch any of those, those uh, um, like, YouTube videos where people, like, record themselves um, being a air traffic controller in um, Microsoft Flight Simulator? You got to you gotta listen to it, guys. Oh, uh, oh I think I have. Some, yeah, okay. The, the, I yeah. have heard that. Yeah, they're funny. Yeah, they're, they're like... Uh, Hold up, you you need to you need to turn back. You didn't give a proper code, and they're like, "No, I just want to. I'm just you know, I'm just like landing." And they're like, "No, uh, you need to turn it, back." It you, seemed like it was like, it was one person who was doing their job seriously, yeah, exactly. and one person who was just playing the game and didn't know what the hell this guy was talking about. They're like, "You need to give us proper clearance. Uh, go back." And he's like, "Um, I'm just landing. I don't know what to do." And like, "No, no, no. Turn around. Go back in the air." <laughs> but it's. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's funny. But this is so crazy. The graphics on it using Azure AI um, made this like, oh, I wonder what it would look like if I went to the Coliseum in Rome while it was raining and it was sunset and the game's like, okay. This stuff is hard though, James. This this stuff is hard. You don't, like I don't know. This is like Nintendo Top Gun landing on the aircraft carrier hard. Like no. <laughs> I mean, with the power glove. And you are playing you are playing a game that's trying to land on an aircraft carrier at one point. So Yeah. Now, it looked it looked amazing. Um I definitely 
even if you're not interested in flight simulators, it just watch the trailer. It just, 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 just watch it. somebody else play it yeah. on Twitch or something. Yeah. Uh, this next one, it, I wanted it to be quick, but I think we're going to talk about it. They're making a Blair Witch game. What now, the f- <laughs> That's exactly what I said. So when I watched the trailer, of course, every trailer for every video game at every conference always starts with the, or with, you know, the game content at the beginning and the name of the game at the end to leave you guessing. And this one, you would not have guessed is a, is a Blair Witch game by what they showed you. It showed a dude and his dog, and it showed like them trying to find like a murderer, and then them getting caught out by something, and you're like, what the hell? And then it looked like something, like a camera was watching them, but now you're the camera, and then it pans out even more, and now you're the dog and the guy again. And you're doing the same thing, but like you were just looking at yourself. I don't know how to explain it. It's fucking weird. Are you playing as the Blair Witch? You're no, you're playing as the guy with the dog. Okay. Who is I I'm assuming is looking for the Blair Witch. Spoiler they didn't really guys, give you at a, the end, you realize that you are the Blair Witch. <laughs> they didn't give you much to a story, they just showed you something. Yeah. It looks like one of those more of a psychological horror than a jump scare game. There okay. might be some jump scares in it, but it looked like it was just like, what in the hell is happening here? I'll, I'll admit, while I'm normally not very human, and I just don't feel like I react emotionally to most things like other people. Yep. He's a Terminator, there, guys. There was two or three times in, in the original Blair Witch that I, I was kind of <laughs> creeped out. And I was like, okay, okay, Richard, this is just... Uh, <laughs> it's, it, it's fake. It's just fake. Yeah. Okay, I'm calm again. Yep. Oh, wait, no, they did no. I, I don't like that. All right. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> pretty uh, much any time I've watched any horror film. Yeah. No, it does look pretty interesting. Um, I'm hoping that they do put some jump scares in there because that, that was the whole Blair Witch. That's what yeah. started the, uh, what do they call it? Captured footage style. Shaky cam. Yeah. Shaky cam, captured footage style yeah. like movies. Uh, you can't, you have to go back to the roots. You got, you got to do it. And it didn't, I don't know if it, it didn't look like they did. Uh, it didn't look like they did. It didn't look like they did. Uh, the next I'll game. I'll get sick if I play a game that is like shaking <laughs> cam. Please don't. Yeah. yeah don't do it. Um, the next game, I, I tagged uh, my girlfriend in it when I put it up. Um, it is a very beautifully animated, very sharp lines. Everything looked amazing uh, game. And I don't even know how to explain it. It is described as a cozy, a cozy management game about dying. Right. <laughs> So this is like instead of Sim Train or Sim R- Railroad Park or Sim Zoo. This is Sim Cancer. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. It's not like that. This is the pharmaceutical industry uh, <laughs> yeah. management company. Um, so what you see in this trailer was you you start up as like you see a girl who's fishing uh, off a dock. Yeah. And then uh, she walks back in, and then as she's walking back in, it's showing this these buildings being built, and it's saying you can build these buildings and you can build them however you want. Well, I was like, pretty cool. Okay. As you're walking by the buildings, the doors were opening and NPCs were stepping out. And there was like a bear and a deer with antlers, but humanized versions of them. And they were telling you like, you know, you need to do this. You need to do that. But it was like, it's so weird because it was like, it was such a beautiful game. And it was like one of those like happy, like, oh, this Mm -hmm. is going to be a really fun thing. Oh, this game's about dying. And you're Mm like, ugh. Like it just it, it takes a weird turn, but in a good way where you're like, it's trying to maintain the happiness, but you know it's about death. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's weird to put those two things together. And at one point, the deer antler things like light up and she ascends into what I appear as 
I, b- I believe it's probably heaven or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it looked cool though. The animation was by far the best type style animation I saw hmm. out of the whole conference. Okay. So it's definitely a game to just look at. Uh, 12 Minutes is another game called, oh, it's, it's called 12 Minutes from Annapurna Interactive. And it is basically the Groundhog Day of horror video games. Uh, Groundhog Day is dated. Now it's Russian Doll. Damn it. I just showed my age again, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, it's a thriller in which you get stuck in an infinite time loop when a romantic evening goes wrong. But the interesting thing is, well, I guess it is kind of like the Groundhog Day or Russian Russian Doll thing. Did the, you watch Russian Doll? I watched uh, probably three or four episodes. I didn't watch okay. all of them. Um, the character in question that I think you're playing as knows what's going to happen because he's lived it so many times yeah. and he's trying to prevent it from happening. And every time you're trying to do this, you make a different choice or you're trying to do something different and it ends differently. And in theory, I mean, if, if, it, if it's always a 12 minute loop, yeah, this is not Groundhog Day where you have a whole day. A whole day. This is 12 minutes. Yeah. And it just, and it like the, they showed his, like his, re, I guess, return, the start of the 12 minutes. Yeah. He just falls presumably from the sky into his own house. Yeah. And his girlfriend's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I, I don't know. And then he's like, oh shit, it's starting over again. And I don't know. It just looked like a really crazy game. So I do love infinite time loops. Yeah. So, um, this one was probably second under spirit for me in terms of animation. This is the weirdest game that, uh, Microsoft showed for their conference, but it is also the most intriguing. So it's called Way to the Woods, and it's a game about a magic deer set in a post-human world. This magic deer has antlers that light up, and that's the key to this game. You're trying to, I think, take your... What's a deer baby called? Um, fawn. Fawn. You're trying to take your fawn to, I guess, a survivable place of humanity. Or- Do the other deer let you play in their reindeer games? No, they don't. No. No. That's, <laughs> um, that's sadness. But you're going through subways and tunnels and stuff, and it's dark. Mm-hmm. It's very dark. And you can, I guess, hit a button, and your antlers light up, and they only stay lit for a little bit, and then you light them up again, and you go through stuff. But it's really interesting because they showed the deer was like would come up to a vending machine, and it would use its antlers repeatedly to try and get like something Soda. out of the vending machine. Uh, would use its antlers to break this glass wall that had water behind it to try and do something. I don't know, yeah. but... These antlers would light up, and you were trying to go through these things. There were like fish that would follow you. I don't even know how to explain it. I, I think it's kind of interesting the idea of, of it playing an animal in a world where humans are dead. Yeah. So it's not just you're in nature, which would be like before humans. No, no, no. This is and it's and it's not like humans never existed. Yeah, exactly. It's, that's, it's that's what I'm saying. After humans existed, now these animals are dealing with the consequences. Now that it, they're not here. Okay. Cool. It's just crazy. Like the the. The, the way that the light just lights up off the antlers and the way it was bouncing off of uh, surfaces and stuff, it was just so, so amazing to watch. So if you like uh, light up games, I guess, I don't know how to explain it. Go look at that one. Uh, Frankie, um, I know you didn't watch too much of it, but I know you know the name. George R.R. R. Martin. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Who's he from? What did he write? I'll give you a hint. <laughs> what did he write? Lots of people died. <laughs> Everyone's really angry about it right now. 
Oh, uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, okay. I was going to say not everyone died, basically. I said, uh, yeah, lots yeah, of people died. Uh, George R.R. R. Martin wrote uh, Game, or Game of Thrones, and he's working on a game right now with another uh, Asian, or I think it was a, a Tokyo-based company um, called Elden Ring. So it was a game co-produced and I think written by George R.R. R. Martin, and it's supposed to be a, like a hyper-fantasy-based like you're a princess or there is a princess and there's magic in this world and there's dragons and stuff. So it looks like it's, do people get body parts? I was going to say, it looks like he's kind of going back to his roots with the dragons, but it doesn't look as brutal as game of Thrones does, but we never know. It's George R.R. Martin. I just want to point out to the people at home that if you were upset by the last season of game of Thrones, write a nasty letter to George R.R. Martin (laughs) That he should not have been spending his time writing an entirely new fantasy game world <laughs> and should have just finished Game of Thrones so that the um, people at HBO would have had an actual like yeah. good story to base their show off of. So basically, if you're mad at the ending of Game of Thrones, write a letter for to George R. R. Martin stating he should have done what he had been doing. Yeah. <laughs> He should have finished what he started yeah. instead of going off to start <laughs> you, a whole new you thing. You little son of a bitch. <laughs> no, but it does really look good. And I've, I mean, I heard um, the, the the words Elden Ring uh, past couple weeks now. We're talking about something like, you know, 2022, or are we talking about something next year? I I think it was, I think it was 2020. If okay, I remember yeah. correctly, I think it was 2020. Great. Um, that was basically the end of Microsoft's conference. Um, I would like to point out though, Keanu Reeves. Coming out still blew my mind. Still winning. Whoa. Still, still winning. Cloud. Then several hours later, we go into the Bethesda conference. Bethesda pissed me off. That's what they do. That's what they do. Um, they, and, they're they're trying to become EA real hard. <laughs> they they really are. It was an hour and a half conference, and an hour and fifteen minutes of it was them talking about games that they already have, and what they're going to do to them, and. Cool. I'm glad that you guys are doing updates to games that are out to make them playable still for people who own them. But this is E3. We don't want to know about the shit that you've been, that you have out. We want to know what you are working on. And the two games that people cared about were Elder Scrolls VI and Starfield, which is like Skyrim in space. Okay. And when Todd Howard came out, he went, we're not talking about Elder Scrolls (laughs) VI and we're not talking about Starfield. And you're just like, well, fuck, what am I even listening for? But, you know, they did announce... Fallout 76 has a Battle Royale mode now. Because Fortnite is all about (laughs) Battle Royale. Because Fallout 76 didn't crash and burn in flames. Oh, wait, it did. Yeah. I don't know what possessed them to do this. I mean, again, it looked like one of those interesting things where you're like, oh, yeah, I'd play it for five minutes. Well, to be fair, the expansion, they are adding human NPCs. Finally. And if if they do what... If if what they said does what they're promising, which is basically to allow people to enjoy a Fallout experience without playing with their friends or enemies or some 12-year-old kid. Like, yeah, that's Fallout. Fallout is me and my trusty dog wandering around the desert. Although that dog was pretty dumb. <laughs> Yours was mine. Mine was mine. Glitched through a wall and got me a weapon I shouldn't have gotten until the end of the game. Totally, (laughs) that that dog totally cheated. (laughs) Um, No, it's funny that you say that. Like to make a Fallout game better, all they had to do was uh, I don't know, make it Fallout. (laughs) Um, 
they yeah so they <laughs> needs more death claws and power suits <laughs> I, I actually saw a really Man. funny onion article i don't really like the onion because i don't really prefer satire news articles because okay, yeah. some people take them too seriously but this one was really funny it said um bethesda fucked up by accidentally glitching in a death uh death claw into the into the e3 conference and obviously you know like death claws aren't real yeah. but they had a a life-size version of a death claw there and people were like running away from it it was funny i don't even oh go ahead that thing is terrifying in game when you see it and the first time like i saw one and i was like oh dude that thing is just walking towards me and he goes no that dude that thing's sprinting at you <laughs> yeah I, yeah I, I, it's I just that big and that far away <laughs> yeah and i and, and he was just and i was like how fast will it be here? And he goes, I would start moving now. <laughs> uh, run. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, it's a death claw. And then it gets closer. You're like, oh, shit, it's, it's a death claw. <laughs> run. Like, I don't understand because with Fallout, all I want, really all I want is to be able to drive the vehicles around. Like, I want a Mad Max type of thing. Because they always have these cool vehicles and cool tanks and all kinds of cool vehicle things just laying around. You can never drive them. At most, somebody else can drive it and you can like get inside. And I'm like, you gave me a power suit. Just let me drive one of these it's things. It's not that hard. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. we do have to back up a second. I did forget a game. <laughs> I'm going to get so much shit for this. I did forget a game that Microsoft showed some more footage for and you're probably could guess right now if you've been listening to the last three or four weeks of podcasts borderlands 3 had some more footage and this time it showed some heavy gameplay of all four characters what you're going to be looking at what's going on and <laughs> i can't it showed uh, claptrap chasing i think it was a rat uh trying to get something from him and claptrap turns the corner and the rat runs up the stairs and claptrap looks at the stairs and goes son of a bitch and just because the whole joke is Claptrap can't go upstairs because he's a unawheeled robot. It, it's funny. But yeah, the uh, that was winning game, you know, my most important game that I want to play. Um, until, I think until some, some stuff that came out today. So we'll talk about that. All right. Um, Bethesda's, uh, where did I go? Okay, so Bethesda announced two games. Um, Deathloop which is like Groundhog Day, but action theme. So this is the second game, or actually I think it's the third game that we've just talked about that so, has some kind of infinite time loop in it. Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird. So here, Bethesda's Bethesda's both a developer and a publisher. Yeah. So their games basically suck now. Um, but they'll release Skyrim for a new you know, refrigerator or toaster or something. <laughs> um, but Deathloop is not from them. It's from the uh, Arcane. Is yes. that correct? Yeah. Yeah, yep. okay. Um, so it's funny that, uh, you say that cause it seems like it's one of those things where, you know, how we talked about the Madden curse a few episodes ago, sure. where, like if you appeared on the fr- the cover of Madden, you're probably going to get injured. It's the same thing here. Like if you become a publisher, you're probably going to suck later. Yeah. Um, Deathloop did look interesting. Um, it wasn't really what I wanted to talk about though. The, what I wanted to talk about and what I, I told Frankie about was the next game that they announced. They only announced three new games. The rest of the Bethesda concert, uh, co- conference was all content that are coming games so that they have. Yeah. Uh, so the three new games they announced, Deathloop, uh, Ca- Commander Keen, which I don't even know how to explain that game. It was weird as hell. It looks dumb. It does look dumb. I, I love Commander Keen. It but, looks dumb. But the mobile game looks dumb. Um, and then I told you about this one, Frankie, Ghostwire Tokyo. 
That shit and crazy. There's two very important parts to this <clears throat> conference at, at this point. First of all, Ghostwire Tokyo looks fucking crazy. It is, imagine a horror version of Endgame is the best way I can come up with it. People are just randomly disappearing so instantly that their clothes that they were wearing are falling in space okay. because they just don't exist anymore. Japanese horror version of the snap. Yeah. To be specific. Yes. Okay. Um, your, your goal is to find out why. So in Endgame, you knew it was Thanos. He did it. But in this one, you're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah. And, you know, there's creepy stuff going through. But the reason I wanted to bring this up was, so Keanu had best moment of E3 until Akumi Nakamura came out and she stole the show, the entire conference, not just Bethesda's, but all of E3. There is some stuff that happened today that might have been on par with it, but she still stole the show. Every single one of these people that come out, Todd Howard and Phil, uh, I forget what his name is. Um, Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer. They all have, re- you know, they've gone over their lines hundreds and hundreds of times. They've rehearsed this so many times. And she came out and it looked like it might have been rehearsed once in a good and a bad way. She stumbled over some of her words. She was not a native English speaker, so you can tell she was struggling a little bit. But she was the most genuine person you would ever see on stage talking about her game. I love Polygon's description. The internet is ready to die for Akuma yes. Nakamura. <laughs> I've been all day. I have been messaging friends that watched it. And I was like, uh, you have my sword and my shield. <laughs> like we're ready to fight. Um, but what people didn't know until she came out. So she came out and she explained it. Um, she did a bunch of like Japanese tropes, I guess is the best way you could put it. Mm-hmm. She did like the dance and everything. Yeah, she yeah. did the prayer and like, um, but the people didn't realize that she'd also done the art for Okami and there was another game, but she's major in this. She's a major mm-hmm. player in here. And now she's like out there. She's the world yeah. has seen her. She cannot hide anymore. It's the equivalent of when Isabel came out in uh super smash brothers. They're like, protect the Isabel. Don't let anything <laughs> happen to her. Um, if you haven't seen the Ghostwire Tokyo trailer of all the things to watch for E3, that is the top of the list. Go watch that trailer. Go watch Akumi and just enjoy what she did. She was so freaking cute. Um, and then that was Bethesda. Everything else sucked. Um, oh, okay. I lied. Apologies, Bethesda. You still have my heart with Doom. Uh, they did show some Doom Eternal footage. And they announced uh, it's what's called Battle Mode for Doom. Uh, it's different. So the Doom that was out right now, if you go out and buy Doom right now on PlayStation... It is a free-for-all match. Okay. Um, you're several Doom Slayers fighting other Doom Slayers, and it's just a free-for-all who can kill who. Um, at, at points in the game, if you get more kills than somebody else, you trigger an event to happen. You can become one of the demons and get more kills, and yada, yada, yada. That's the Doom that you're playing right now. Doom Eternal's battle mode is specifically a two-slayer on... No, I'm sorry. I did it backwards. Two demons versus one slayer. So it was a 2v1 match. And the whole thing that they're they're touting is skill versus strategy. Because the demons are half as good as the uh, the Doomslayer is because mm-hmm. he's the Doomslayer. Yeah. But there's two of them. So you have to use your strategy to try and bring down the Doomslayer. Okay. So it's cool. So it's skill versus strategy. And I mean, the, there is nothing bad you can say at all about doom if you've played doom there's absolutely no way you can say you haven't liked it doom is is one of 
the perfect shooting games mm-hmm. for me. It is an arcade style, fast paced, just fast enough to keep you going, but not so fast like Quake, where you're like, okay, I got to blink. I don't know what just happened. Um, and you know, it's 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 Doom. You just shit is exploding, body parts are going everywhere, and you're just laughing at everything. And the the new game, they showed so many weapons and so many skills and things that you can do, and it was so like high intensity the whole time. Yeah, you're just like, I want to play this game now. And every review I've read from every person that has tried the game out in beta or at E3 mm-hmm. was like, I played Doom, and the only thing I want to do now is play more Doom. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care about any other game now. I want to play more of this game. So pay attention to that. Bethesda might have struck out with Doom, but all the other crap. Oh, and Ghostwire Tokyo. But that wasn't Bethesda. It was Arcane. <laughs> or that was, um... oh, God, I just spaced. I had the name of the company that made it. I don't remember what it is now. I'll look it up in a little bit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> up next, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Revealed that they're making a, a show about video game developers called Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. And really the only thing we got out of it is it looks like it's a funny show um, based on what it was said. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if there was a trailer for it, but I did read the synopsis. The, the only thing that really matters is if you're like, um, if you're a fan of community, and I am a super huge fan, and, and there's, there's a contingent of people on the internet who follow the actors from community as they've gone off. Most of them have gone off to Netflix, but Donald Glover was he there. Went on, he went on past Netflix. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he's just amazing. <laughs> Do you ever really think um, that he looks like uh, Childish Gambino? He looks very similar, right? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> he is Childish Gambino. Um, son of a the bitch. important thing here is Danny Pudi is going to be in it. Yes, and he that. was yeah. a writer and just hilarious on Community. So I have oh, yeah. I have faith that this show is going to be just beyond beyond crazy. So what caught me was obviously right off the bat, video it's about a video game developing company. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's funny." But there's there's more <laughs> okay. to it. There's more to it. Right. It is a company that is already made a successful the most successful MMO. Yeah. On the cusp of releasing their first expansion. Okay. And that's that's the story where they where they're at right now. So, Blizzard. <laughs> Blizzard, but maybe EverQuest. Actually, good. Uh, The name of the show is called Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. And I don't know. It just looks like it's going to be a a pretty fun romp. Yeah. Um, Up next, these these next two conferences I really wanted to try and watch. Uh, Unfortunately, I have to work. I have to make money to do, you know, things like eat, pay rent, do all that stuff. Um, But I did read some synopsis and I tried to uh, look at all the trailers that I could before we started. Um, Ubisoft, uh, Ubisoft was conferences was today and they dropped their first trailer was when they came out of stage was gods and monsters, which is breath of the wild made by Assassin's Creed that it just looks like a beautiful game. You're going to be trying to fight for Olympus and I, you don't even need to say anything else. It looks like breath of the wild. If you're a breath of the wild fan, you're sold. You're, you're then. Yep. And the good thing is, is the one thing I did not like about Breath of the Wild is your weapons uh, needing repair and all that stuff. Okay. Uh, this one doesn't look like it does that. So I'm excited. I mean, I don't know if you've heard me say that ever, but I am excited because Gods and Monsters is, it's myths. Myths are my thing. And it's specifically Greek myths because they said you're going to be battling for Olympus. So I was like, I'm sold. 
I, I do I do love uh, I, not just Greek myths. I, I like basically mythology in general. Yeah, and yeah. yeah I'm super excited. Um, if you're a fan of the Division Two, uh, they are going back to New York. Yep, that's it. They're going back yeah. to New York. Okay, that's yeah. the next expansion <laughs> DLC stuff. That's, that's it. I just wanted to make sure the Division Two should be noted. It is a very good game. Uh, lots of people still are on it. Um, I just I haven't had time to play it. There's been other games like No Man's Sky that's been out for four years, and I'm an idiot for playing it again. Uh, but yeah, I've been doing that. Uh, but Division Two is a really good game, and so much so that they are making a Division movie now. What I think is really interesting about this is normally video games don't seem to get movies until they're like 10 years old. Yeah. And so one, this is good. This one sped it up. And this one, it looked like uh, the the writers of the show or whoever's doing casting, they were like, you know what? We need someone that was really good in a war movie. Who's a good war movie guy? Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yep. Jake Gyllenhaal's in this movie. Cool. So Dope. should be, I mean, I think I've watched just about every movie Jake Gyllenhaal's been in. Especially, you know, you know, Spider-Man Far From Home. I haven't seen it yet. I'm just saying. You're I thought we were get... going a different route, but okay. <laughs> uh, what, is uh, Donnie Darko? Uh, you, we'll just leave it at Donnie Darko. I'm sure <laughs> the internet knows what, what movie I'm talking about, but it's all right. Oh, I know exactly what movie you didn't want me to say. <laughs> I was trying to stray away from it, but I know you want me to say Brokeback Mountain. They're <laughs> 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 like, oh, yeah, he did that movie too. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not but, bad he did it. It's just no, it's not. Um, the division is such an interesting story, though. I think it's going to make for a really good adaptation to a movie. I really do. Divi- uh, if I'm correct, D- division is a Tom Clancy uh, yeah. storyline, right? Yeah. I think this is yeah, one of those. Yeah, it is. I don't remember if they put Tom Clancy in front of it. I think they did. I think it's. I, I'm pretty sure it's called like the uh, Tom, Tom Clancy's, Clancy's the division. division. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't know that it was a Tom Clancy thing. Otherwise, that's what I've, I've heard. Some <laughs> other people complain like you don't need to slap Tom Clancy and everything. I mean, yeah, um, he might have been the inspiration for this, but people are expecting certain things from a Tom Clancy game, and this isn't a Tom Clancy game. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, fair. You can put it in front of the guy if you want to sell some more copies, but whatever. <laughs> it's not like you're already a great game. <laughs> I don't know. I I wish that every game had the designer in front of it. Or the writer, or whatever. Let's let's Actually, let's yeah. shine a spotlight on it. Like you know, let's George R. R. Way, Martin's like, Elden Ring. Hundred percent. Just the same way as movie directors, right? Like yeah. normally we we know that video games it's harder. I really do think okay, and in, in, in Tom Clancy, yeah, putting Tom Clancy in front of a, a title will sell more copies, just based yeah on Tom Clancy alone. And I think it would do the same for anything else. If you went, here's Elden Ring. It's a fantasy based game with dragons and magic. You but uh, okay, cool. George R.R. R. Martin wrote it. Now I'm in. That's that's the whole point of the, that news board. Sure, yeah. Like it, it was George R.R. R. Martin yep. who, who did it, and so now people are in. Yep. I think you should do If you're going to do it for one, do it for everything. Fuck it. Uh, this next one, I don't even know how to explain this shit. <laughs> so Watch Dogs is getting a sequel. It's not three. It's not called Watch Dogs 3. It's called Watch Dogs Legion. And it's a sequel? or It is a sequel. Um... You play as, I I guess there's four resistance members that you play as, or that you start off as. Yeah. Uh, They have boasted that any NPC you talk to and recruit, you can play as in the game. Any NPC. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means either. Because I guess they have stories that are 
builds or is this going to be another know. heavy rain where literally like every decision you ever make is going to have some kind of effect? <laughs> yeah, it could have a major effect because now you're just going to play as a different fucking person. I could be the president <laughs> of the world. All right, cool. I guess if you recruit him, the idea seems really interesting. Like if you were saying you can play as any NPC. Okay, cool. But that's what they left it at. You're like, what yeah. the hell does playing as it's, an NPC mean? I, you know, I think that there's going to be a game where the promise of infinite potential is powered by AI, like the Google director where they can just make a whole movie and, or whatever, and you can't even tell the difference. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, when we get to that point, it's going to be amazing. But before then, we have so many procedurally generated things because it would be like, well, we weren't going to have programmers actually program these 500 NPCs. Yeah. So instead, we just made an algorithm, an algorithm, guys. And that algorithm can just generate an infinite number of NPCs. And it'll be like, yeah, these are a bunch of boring, like garbage NPCs, just like most of the games. Like I would say, actually, I say all of the games, every single game that's been procedurally generated except maybe Minecraft, if you want to count that, has been crap. No Man's Sky. It, it was, started off crap. It's good now, though. I will still attest to it's good now. But what's weird about No Man's Sky is uh, the first thing that when they boasted that game was yeah. uh, you know, procedurally generated everything. Planets, guns, yeah. all that stuff. And yeah, that's what they did. Everything was procedurally generated. But it was like 12 different skins for an animal and 12 different body parts for the, the head the torso, the legs. And it was basically just rolling dice and matching those up. And everything that's good about No Man's Sky now is handcrafted. And then they've just randomly, you know, they've handcrafted so many things that now it's like, well, which of the 500 permutations of things are you going to experience in your playthrough? Yeah. And that's enough to make you feel like you're having like a unique thing. But that thing was not created by an AI. It was created by a writer who said this would be really cool if this guy gives you his ship after yeah, you rescue him? And I him. fucking freaked out when he gave yeah, me the ship. That's exactly. But that what was, was not yeah. AI generated. That was that was somebody actually just wrote that. And that was funny too because you can look at the what's new notes as soon as you open No Man's Sky. Yeah. And it's like you know you get the uh, this and this and this and I was like I wonder when I'm gonna get this and then then boop okay well, I fuck, I just got it. And, and right. there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the the original idea of like hey we won't have to hire writers and programmers and we'll just create an algorithm like no an algorithm just supports everything else i think they could have gotten away with it had they i don't know i mean there's some things you had to have some kind of story and the only so. thing that no man's sky did when it first came out was the only thing you knew is you had to get to the center of the galaxy of your galaxy okay and there's you know hundreds of thousands and millions of galaxies that everybody's supposed to be playing in yeah but why like, why am I going to the center of the galaxy? For what reason? And who are these aliens I'm meeting? And mm-hmm. why did I land on this planet? What got me here? None of that was explained. Huh. You just got to uh, learn as you go. But then they put them, they brought in the writers and everything's good again. So, yeah. I'm Okay, so back to Watch Dogs, though. I don't understand what it means to be able to play as any NPC. But that sentence alone has me curious to figure it out. I think that's a really good selling point to be like, hey. Well, I mean, as an Elder Scroll fan, the only thing I know about NPCs 
is you would know it was an NPC when you try to kill it and it was just knocked unconscious. So I think it was a white run. Is that the name of the yeah in Skyrim? I was so happy because it was my first Elder Scrolls game. What Skyrim was, and I was so happy that I you know I made it to a white run and I was like okay cool I'm doing all this stuff, and I'm walking through and I'm talking to all the NPCs trying to pick up all the stuff I can, and my cat comes up and nudges my hand on my controller. Nudges it just hard enough for me to hit, I believe it was the R2 button at the time, for me to foos Roda the fucking guard away from me, and then they all kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Fun little stories. Sounds about right. Don't let your cats sit next to you <laughs> when you're okay. Um Yeah. Up next is Square. And Square Enix had uh several things to announce tonight. I picked out what I thought was the most important pieces, especially since I am a huge Square fan. Sure. And, of course, the most important number one thing was Final Fantasy VII's remake. And they showed it off. And not only did they show off the remake, they gave us a release date of March 2020. They gave us Tifa, who they hadn't shown before. So now there's you've seen four of the playable characters in this game. Are we going to get eight before we get seven? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> because I didn't hear a release date for 7 yet. No, release dates for 7 is March 2020. That is the release date. Oh, I thought you just said 8. Final Fantasy 8 is... Um, I don't know when that release date was. It's getting oh, a remaster. okay, okay. It Sorry. is getting the remaster. That's Sorry. the next piece of news. Uh, Final Fantasy 8 is getting a remaster, and that was one of those ones where people are like, where is it at? When are we getting it? Yeah. So we got it. And okay. it's coming out on all consoles, except for Stadia. But I don't think that really matters Sorry, guys. right James now. has the notes in a... Uh confusing way so I, I got distracted by eight I, oh yeah okay i see what you said yep well i had to put the most important one first i know i, I put know the notes out of order but yeah no worries <laughs> um but yeah so final fantasy 7 showed it's action oriented you know you hit square you swing just like kingdom hearts yeah. but it had the original trailer that we saw years ago was cloud uh-huh uh i think last year we finally saw maybe bits and pieces of cloud and barrett uh, yesterday or two days ago, we finally saw Cloud Barrett and Aerith in, in combat. This is all in combat. And then today, when they announced it, they announced Tifa, who for a lot of people is arguably be the, their favorite yeah. character. I mean, it's a girl with big boobs who does kicks and punches. I don't and want that. will bend you over backwards and break you. I want edgy edgelord with red cape that has gun. Yeah, yes. Okay. Well, getting to Vincent, okay? <laughs> um, the only issue that I have with this remake is the same issue I had when they announced it years ago. It's, it's still episodic. So everything that they've shown yeah. happens in Midgar. Cool. That's the first disc of Final Fantasy VII when it, when it came yeah. out. That's all we have so far. Well, they... they I thought they stated, wasn't it, that they was stated that they were going to lease it on like episodes or whatever? Yeah, that's what episodic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have everything that happens in Midgar, and that's the scenes that they've showed us. Yeah, that's, but that's I, all we get for right now. That's all we get. Yeah. So you're seeing in March. That's all we get. That's all we get. So it's cool that we are we get to play this, and the way it's set up looks absolutely amazing. The battle system and everything looks cool, but you're not getting the so, whole fucking game. So this game. is a new game entirely. With the same story. Same story. Same exact story, word for word. Okay, great. A okay, that's very, what I want. Very, personally. very, very, very different perspective. Yeah. I, I'm good with that just because um, I don't... I I love the story of Seven. Yeah. And I 
don't like the gameplay anymore. I don't have the patience for that <laughs> gameplay. So, well, I, and, I, you know. Plus, they stated uh, since now they uh, they have more like more time or so or things to do. There will be parts of the story that aren't dramatically going to ha- add a lot, a lot of story. But there are going to be pieces where there's added in story just to help explain things i know the biggest issues i had with true final fantasy i'm not saying you guys aren't true final fantasy fans i guess hardcore is the word I'm looking for. hardcore final fantasy 7 fans as soon as they heard about this game and as soon as they've seen the gameplay and stuff they're thinking to themselves the same exact thing i was thinking to myself i cannot wait to see what the golden saucer looks like i can't wait to see what it's like to fight emerald weapon i can't wait to see what it's going to be like to fight sephiroth all that stuff i said nope not going to happen yet. You're going to have to wait. All we get is Midgar. And in my opinion, Midgar was the most boring part of the game for me. I hated having to go through Midgar every time. Beginning of the game. Beginning of the game. I hate it. That's, but that's like... It's, it's because it's the game. beginning of the game. It's, it's exactly why. Any of the Final Fantasies, I don't like the beginning of the game because I know... Well, so the first time, usually I do. On replays, I don't. Because I know what's possible with the game and mm-hmm. I want to get there. Yeah, I mean, I think I um, usually I play the beginning at least three, three or, two, or four times usually. Yeah. Um, and the first two times, I probably like I'm, I'm like I'm kind of because the first time I enjoy it and the second time I enjoy like the secrets that I like learned and I'm like, oh yeah, no, yeah. I immediately go here and get this, and I immediately go there and get this, and I enjoy that that reward for remembering all the things. The, yeah. But then after that, I just want to get the the open world exploration <laughs> phase. And I want to do like chocobo stuff, and I want to do yeah. like all the give me the golden stuff. saucer. I got to gamble, okay? Yeah, but I you gotta... can't, you can't like do that in the beginning. They always lock you down. Yeah. So I want, I don't really enjoy it until I get the airship and can like. Yes, zoom the airship around. is the usually the key for any Final Fantasy yeah. game. Once you get your freedom to move about, that's when the game really opens up, and it's it's just more fun. And you, you won't get that in this game. But my only thing is, not you know, it's not going to be. Um, I. I often now I don't play square games because I think to myself, I don't want like I only, I know I only in the next let's say in the next month or the next two months, I literally do not want to play any one game more than 15 hours. I don't like if a game costs more than that of time, I don't want it. I hate it. So. Uh, so I buy these big games and I, I intentionally don't play them. I just let them put it, sit on the shelf because maybe one day I'll have a month <laughs> off from work or something and I can do it. There's one game that we might play more than 15. Ultimate Alliance. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, my hope with Ultimate Alliance is again that I can buy like bite small bites out of it. I, I won't. What are we going to do? We, we literally don't just sit around playing games. No, um, yeah, endless but, hours. But I, here, but here, um, we're going to be able to play and then stop. Yeah, and it's going to be made to stop. It's going to be like a good break point and be like, okay, in three months, I, I'm looking forward to the next episode. Uh, this, but see, this is where I would contend with you because um, take Hulu's programming schedule versus Netflix's programming schedule. Sure. Which is more successful, letting people binge the entire season? Or bringing it out episode by episode. Which is more profitable? Not Netflix's. Not Netflix's. No. But it's the most popular. It is more popular, but it actually has some negative effects on on the people who watch them. People don't 
enjoy the shows. They literally, they, it's proven that literally people do not enjoy the shows they binge watch as much as the shows that they watch episodically. It's just that um, it's like a drug. Once you have it, even like even though I know I will forget the middle of the show. I watched the beginning, I remember it. I watched the end, I remember it. The middle that I binge watched in one day, the entire thing, I won't really remember much of it. <laughs> I, I just could, won't. I could prove that point too, because if you asked me what happened in the middle of Good Omens, I'd be like, shit, I don't know. So I, I know what happened at the end, it was awesome. But when, um, if you asked me about an episode of Flash, where I literally, on CW, like the CW app, I watched it week after week after week after week. Yeah. I know all those episodes. I know what happened. I know all the episodes of Big Bang Theory because I watched them the same way. Right. I guess so. I feel that because of like the anime aspect. Oh yeah, definitely. It's just like every every week there's a new episode for a lot of the shonen. And we're yeah. talking to you, my hero, Demi. Hurry up. So, so the directors of these things, you know, a lot of them, especially this, this is a work of love. They're not making a new game, and this this the, you know, I mean, they are kind they of. They are, yeah. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that uh, the you know, the fans have wanted this for a really long time. Yeah, and I think it's going to come out well, but I think it's got, it's got the same benefits as it does the downsides. Is It's one of those things, it's like, wait till you get here. Yeah, but just wait a year. Yeah. And then you have more chapters all at once. Just don't play it. You can choose not to play it until I it all comes out. I physically cannot choose to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Final I mean, Fantasy If you don't game. have that willpower, that's okay. <laughs> I'd be like, James, the, this chapter was so amazing. And you're like, no, I'm trying to wait. And like, oh, man, you, you want to play this right now. I can't. It does, it does look really good. The, uh, the battle system. The only thing that really, I don't want to say upset me. It, it, it was weird to me was they showed the boss battle for the scorpion bot. Or the scorpion mech or whatever you want to yeah. call it. And it looked awesome. You know, you and Barrett and Aerith are, you know, bouncing back and forth. You're bouncing back and forth between those three to try and bring this thing down. You know, Cloud's using his abilities, and then you switch to Barrett, who uses his abilities, and you go back and forth. But the battle just seemed to rage on forever. This trailer was like 10 minutes long, and it was eight minutes of like just showing this thing being fought. That's, that's old style, right? I mean, no, old style. I remember killing that bot in like three or four hits. Hmm. But, I, but I mean, most of the bosses took a long time. Yeah, they were supposed yeah. to take significantly longer than a regular battle. But like you're saying, a regular battle now is going to last two minutes. Instead of, you know, 30, 40 seconds per well, battle. Well, I mean, yeah, now that you have to literally act it out, I mean, it's going to kind of... T- I don't know. Because now it's about dodging I, if you actually hit it. I can't play an hour boss battle anymore, guys. I just <laughs> yeah, That's what I'm afraid of. It yeah. seems super cool, but I mean, if I have to sit there in 40 minutes just fighting this boss, and you make a mistake, you yeah, got to start yeah. over. I, I'm okay with 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, but not if it's made so that I'm going to make a mistake that it turns it, it into yeah <laughs> like twice is fine that's a 30 minute thing that seems reasonable um for a boss not a normal fight I, yeah that just reminds me of the uh, filthy frank meme that i keep seeing it's like when you beat a boss that beats you a hundred times you finally beat it and it's like know your place trash <laughs> <laughs> um okay so final fantasy 7 is coming out March 2020. Looks good. Final Fantasy VIII, it's getting its remaster. It's coming out on every single platform. So that's a, not a remake. That's it's just a remaster. remaster. That's but it's, it's what people were asking for. Okay. Uh, the two games that were missing, because Ten has had, I don't even know how many remasters. Ten has had several yeah. remasters. Seven has had several remasters. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and the ones, the two that were missing are eight and nine. I'm still waiting on nine because I prefer nine over eight, but this is one step closer. We can get eight now. Eight was missing for a long time. It wasn't on any uh, next gen console. Which nine one was, was the the sports ball game. That was ten. Blitz, okay, blitz ball. I did like that a lot. Yeah, ten is my favorite of all. Everybody loves all the Yeah, uh, people would assume it's seven for me over how much I freak out over seven. But I had some problems with how convoluted the story gets Wait, later on. You like the one with Titus and Yuna? No, no, not Fran. That's I believe that one's okay. That one's nine, I think. No, nine I do like. It's not my favorite. Ten's my favorite. Nine's next for me. So then you like his game? Which one was yours? Which one are you saying? Ten. Ten. Yeah, ten is my absolute favorite. It was so okay. good. It was so good. Yeah. It really was. Um, and then nine is next. Nine is the one with Zidane, and you he has the, the character with a tail. You start off with the opera. You're trying to kidnap the princess at Nobody the opera. Nobody really cares about that. Come on, crying. that's the best part. <laughs> so you kidnap Princess Garnet. Um, actually, I think what I feel me, like it, most people I knew like kind of skipped from eight to ten. They just like don't skip nine. Then <laughs> <laughs> it goes for Doctor Who too. Don't skip nine. <laughs> um. No, nine had, I think what one of the parts that resonated the most with me was I have always had a favorite character in all the Final Fantasy series, and it's usually the Black Mage. And the Black Mage in nine is the traditional looking Black Mage from Final Fantasy one. He's the one with the straw hat, the face you can't see, the blue cloak. So, oh, Vivi? Uh, Vivi, yeah. Um, he looks like that. And then you find out more about Vivi and that he's like a the Black Waltz, and he's one of the ones that was... Like deformed or I don't know, fucking cool. I just like uh, nine. The only reason that I was I don't like eight as much is uh, its time travel aspect gets way out of control at the end of the game. You're trying to follow what's going on, and you you can for the most part, but then you're like, wait. So if this happened at this time, and this happened at this time, then who is this, or why am I here? And when you do time travel, you gotta make sure you tap those loose ends because it gets confusing. But yeah. Still, 8 remastered coming. My girlfriend wants to play 8 uh, first as her first Final Fantasy because she saw Renoa and liked her. So that was enough for her. Um, so now I have a reason to buy 8, and I'm excited. Um, the final game we're going to talk about, I feel like, is perfect for this podcast. Square Enix, Crystal Dynamics, they have come together to make Marvel's Avengers. I am, I am scared. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's but fair. But everything I've seen makes it look like it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm just weird. I'm a, uh, I like a weird things, and I'm just going to state yes. it. I don't care who doesn't like this fact, but I think all of them, all of their facial, their hair, I thought they all looked weird. Well, that's because they don't look like your standard character. Like they don't look like the characters you grew up with because they just they did a different art style for them. Yeah, no, well, Iron Man I, had a beard for God's sakes, a big yeah, one. But it's like they tried to follow the movie like actors, and they were like, mm, "Let's not." Iron Man? You mean Thor? Both. All of them. All of them. No, they, Iron they, Man had a beard. Oh, I, I haven't seen Iron Man outside of his helmet. No, he had, yeah, it yeah, was. He had a beard. There is like a from okay. So the trailer shows, 
uh, Iron Man and Thor and you know all the all the Avengers doing cool stuff. They're putting up their Avengers building mm-hmm. and they are uh, showing off the the helicarrier. I don't know if it's the Triskelion. I would assume it would be. Yeah. Um. They're but they're showing off their helicarrier, and the trailer shows that um, New York be- gets attacked by something, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Man and Thor and Hulk are trying to stop this thing, which at that part was also cool. Um, you see Thor on the bridge, and I'm sorry, yeah, Thor and Iron Man on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Thor makes a weird, funny joke. Iron Man's teasing Thor for making a joke because Thor doesn't make jokes. And then at that moment, a cannon or a tank shoots at Iron Man, and it's not a normal bullet. It hits, it hits him in his blue like aura and you know energy, and he goes, "That's a fucking pulsar tank." So he just got hit by what seems like his own technology because okay. he gets hit by a pulsar bullet. They're trying to stop whatever's happening on the Golden Gate Bridge. There's some war going on. And while that's happening, the Triskelion is getting taken over because only Captain America is aboard the Triskelion to stop from all these other people that are. Yeah. Uh, and then they, they bring down the helicarrier. They blow it they up. They always bring down the helicarrier. Yep. They blow it up. And then the next scene you see is what appears to be some years later because Captain America has been memorialized in a statue. So probably dead. Yep. Um, Iron Man or, has yeah. big shaggy beard because this was several years later, and um, I think that's where the game picks up. So the uh, the concept is the Avengers have been um, d- destroyed. They call and, it a day. Okay. Yep. Avengers and you're in, day. And so you're gonna be rebuilding them. Um, they. I'm not. I'm just not a hundred percent sure what exactly they're thinking because it's it's. Like they talk about how, well, every new superhero and every new region will be delivered at no additional cost. What does that even mean? Like, are, is this going to be episodic again? I, I feel like it's going to be episodic. I feel like I feel like it will be too, but it could be one of those things where, you know, you have their base story and then they're like, oh, we, we wanted to get out there, you know, get it out there yeah. so people can play it. It's a full game. It is. Yeah. It's not coming out as a piece. It's a full game. But we're also going to add, okay, Black Panther's in now. Now you get that for free because we finally finished him and he's in there now. Yeah, it's, I mean, in theory, they're saying no loot boxes, no pay to win, uh, no paying for superheroes, no paying for regions. So uh, I'm hoping that you pay once, you get the full game, and that's it. There you go. Um, I mean, maybe you pay for stories, maybe you pay for... That just seems like Square looking at EA and going, no, your place trash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is going to be uh, co-op, which if it's... Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's going to be co-op. That should be exciting. Again, I don't Please, I don't exactly every, know how it can whoever be. Whoever, any publisher, developer, if you're listening from E3, bring back co-op. Bring it back. Oh, it's... It's funny you said that. There was one that I did not put in the notes that was really awkward to see come back. Of all the games I never thought would be remade or brought back from the past, fucking Battletoads is coming back. <laughs> and You're so it, excited about that game. It looks so awesome. And it is a, it is a couch uh, co-op. There's, you can play as the three Battletoads. You can't play online. That's it. And it looked like as hard as the original Battletoads game Dope. was. I'm about it. Better. I'm about it. Um, okay, so we're at the end. Like I said, instead of doing our normal uh, who would you, rather? would you rather, if you watched the conferences or if you had listened and went, or listened to the podcast and then went and looked at the, you know, watched the conferences because we said so. Awesome. I appreciate it. 
Um, I want to know which of these three performances, I guess if that's what you'll call it, or announcements or whatever, was the best. Cyberpunk 2077, bringing out Keanu Reeves. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, bringing out Akumi Nakamura. Or John Barenthal, bringing out a dog. He brought his own dog on stage and had him sit and stay for the entire... Good dog. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. if you guys don't know, John Barenthal is a very famous actor. He's pretty cool. Um, The bad part is, though, I don't even know what game he was... Therefore, I just remember <laughs> the dog. There's a dog, <laughs> but the dog was like it was like a pit bull, and I love pit bulls, and they're so nice. I don't know. I'm not allowed to have a pit bull. Foppy's scared of them. Dog. <laughs> but yeah, so if you guys um, want to even just vote on this, just go look at the three the three yeah. bits: uh, Cyberpunk 2077, Ghostwire Tokyo, and the thing that John Bernthal did. I don't know what game it was. <laughs> I feel so bad for not knowing what game it was, but I remember there's a dog. And the dog was all I cared about. And that's important. Yes. And we're all getting ready for tomorrow's Nintendo. Yes. Um, there's uh, There should be direct. a Nintendo Direct yeah, not tomorrow. a conference Direct. Uh, rumor has it, since we're talking about it, rumor has it that Mario Kart is coming to mobile. And it is coming next month. If, if true, again... Nintendo wins. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> one thing. It only takes them one thing. I don't know. I don't. People I, just are like, this is the best thing ever. I know you guys have heard me preach about, you know, I play my mobile games yeah. all the time, but I don't now. And that's just how mobile games work for me. I yeah. played AFK Arena for four or five weeks and I was heavy into it. And I think the last time I checked it was like four days ago now. The only thing about Mario Kart Mobile would be that I wouldn't play it all the time. But I imagine that everybody coming over to the house and us all, if, if they do it right, yeah, we will all grab our phones and be like, let's play an eight-person game, 12-person yep. game. Yeah. And mm-hmm. boom, it'll happen. And, and it, yeah. Even more impressive is if someone has to go sit in the toilet, they can still play. play. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, all right, we're starting another game. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> Damn you, James. Stop <laughs> dropping those bananas. <laughs> They're going in the toilet. <laughs> um, there should be... I'm expecting three things tomorrow. Um, them to say something about Mario Kart Mobile, since I've seen rumors about it all day today. Yeah. Um, Animal Crossing and Smash you, DLC. You think they're going to talk about Animal Crossing? Yeah. Didn't they... They talked about that last year, though. Well, they didn't give a date or anything on it, though. But now we would get the, we would assume to get the date, I guess the name that's of the game, true. yeah, mm. and the, that it's coming out soon. Like that's what I would expect. You're right. I guess we'll all find out tomorrow. And again, I don't know anything about any of the DLC characters, but I have been looking more and more into it. Rygar should be a fucking God DLC damn it, character. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Rygar is like the most under appreciated lesser known of any of the Nintendo games ever. Still need to play golden sun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that was the, uh, the E3 wrap up. We will bring the rest of the news from the Nintendo direct and anything else we missed in next week's episode. Uh, and we will return to, I guess you can say our normal programming where we talk about all the news and not video mm-hmm. games, but E3 is my super bowl and it's very important to me and I just had to get it out. So Yeah. On that note, we'll see you guys next week.
Peace out. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>